Blog Talk Radio. This is Prophecy Zone Radio. Hello and welcome to the Prophecy Zone. I'm going to play a repeat of one of the shows I did a couple of days ago. Uh, it's uh, a decent show, so uh, enjoy. God bless. Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone, your end-time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hey, how you doing? This is Phil Armstrong. Welcome to the Prophecy Zone. We are coming to you live from beautiful Spokane, Washington, with some uh, interesting show lined up for y'all. Actually, no, I'm lying. Uh, I'm I'm a liar. Forgive me. I repent. Uh, we uh, I want to share something with y'all though. Uh, I have a uh, newsletter that came to me. That's pretty intriguing. Uh, and the newsletter is talking about um, and it's called the next Middle East war. It's by Chuck Devore. And it starts off with the Middle East, a tense region in the best of times, has been rocketed by unrest since January of 2011. The U.S. has significant national security interests in the Middle East. Beyond energy, America's interests include the well-being of her allies, the intentions of her enemies, and so and some, excuse me, policymakers hold human rights too. And we kill babies, by the way, so I don't want to get that one. Uh, continue on. As the so-called Arab Spring unfolds, the simmering Arab-Israel conflict has been pushed to the background, but the actions in the area continue of peace with rockets regularly being fired into Israel from Gaza Strip. Terror attacks all against Israel citizens Israel counterstrikes and arrest of terrorist suspects, arrest of the terrorist suspects, unity talks between the Palestinian terror group Hamas and the former terror group Fatah, and the widespread expectation of the pending Palestinian unilateral declaration of statehood, and this is supposed to be coming in September. Go figure. I'm going to skip over, and uh, and this part of the, it, it's like 14 pages, actually it's more than 14 pages, like 20 some pages, but some of it is history, but it's just really darn good, it's from www.humanevents.com, 
<clears throat> don't forget, put an S behind um, human events. So it's www.humanevents with the S dot com. Um, I'm going to try to call in during Skype because I hate holding a telephone. As a matter of fact, I hope I'm on because that's the beauty of one good thing about chat rooms, which I can't stand chat rooms, but one good thing about chat rooms is that a lot, a lot of times you know you're on uh, because somebody's going to tell you you're on. And uh, if you don't have a monitor, you really don't know. And like I said before, probably Sunday will be the first show that if, I, if, if I'm talking for an hour, what I'm going to do is have a program running, right? And I'm going to tape myself. And if, say, for instance, I accidentally put the phone on mute and I, and, and I don't, the show is like lost. Well, it's not lost because I'm going to tape myself. So starting now, I'm not going to talk as if I'm on blog talk radio. I'm going to talk as if even if there was problems, I would never know until the show is done. Because if I'm going to use this product uh, on YouTube or any other endeavor, I want it to be professionally done. And Yes, I woke up on the side of a bed saying that I need to make my shows more professional. And I, that's true. That's probably the reason why I have been gone for a while is because I didn't just want to pop on here and say anything unless God pushed me and say, I need you to say this or that. And also there are other things like a lady trying to kill me in the next door, which some people say is just an ordinary, normal thing that happens to anybody. Then my, I'll go up to uh, this weekend, me and my wife, my family went up to my father-in-law's house and the mother-in-law that the father my father-in-law is my wife's dad and he's not married to her mom because her mom passed away evidently and um you know the devil attacks you from every angle any any way he can seem fit to attack you he's going to attack you so i got the lady next door trying to kill me and the grandma the 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 mother-in-law they're trying to kill me on that side trying to destroy my marriage <laughs> and it, it, I, folks, I'm not the most perfect person in the world, but at the same time, how do you have a mother-in-law that comes up and says things about you that she needs to really stop and think? And it's a long story. I have to actually give you uh, the whole story, you know, and and then you'll probably understand my side. You might even understand her side. I don't know, but uh, anyway. Um, so the devil attacks us in many ways, but here I am. I'm here to do shows that uh, I pray to God that someone would hear it and it will have something to do with them hearing, you know, the complete mission of the gospel. And the, 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 the complete gospel, I believe, is being diluted in these last days. I don't, I don't believe that the, the true gospel is being preached and eighty percent of the churches. Um, when he's talking to the Church of Philadelphia, I think that they actually are small. The number of the people who will be raptured is small. I heard this one guy on Blog Talk Radio talk about it's going to be one million people. Well, one million people is probably missing every day. I don't know about that many. At least a hundred thousand people missing every day. 
I gonna, you ain't going to be able to notice a million people missing. But anyway, let me get back to the article. I have this dog also attacking my show also, if you hear him barking. That's my uh, neighbor's neighbor's dog. And they ain't let him out until, you know, 6 o'clock when it's almost time for my show. Maybe 5, 5.50, it's like 3, 2, 1, Satan, like, let him go. Let him outside, you know, so he can bark the whole show. I mean, I, I, I get things like that, besides blog talk messing your shows up. Uh, I mean, it's just something. I could tell you some stories. And we all know the baby crying when the phone rings, you know, as soon as you ring, ding-a-ling-a-ling. Or even in, even have the the teenagers bothering you when when somebody, you get on the phone. I mean, I mean, you don't have to be you don't have to be going to church and saved and stuff to figure that one out. Kids will they always intervene in a conversation. You can have the best conversation going between a husband and a wife. Kids they be quiet until that conversation starts. Once that good conversation going, and daddy, 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 mommy, 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 daddy, 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 and you're like, whoa, why didn't y'all just say something before the good conversation started? I don't know, but. Okay, so this article is, is, is pointing towards um, a conflict in the Middle East soon. And, and for the sake of some of the people on Blog Talk, I won't put any dates on it. I'm not, I won't be a Harold Camping. I won't be a Harold Camping. But I do believe that Rosh Hashanah will play a part. I don't care if it's 2020, 2560. Whenever Jesus Christ comes, I believe it will be, it has something to do with Rosh Hashanah. If he takes the church out, fine. If the tribulation period ends and the, he comes down to pick up all of his saints from one end of the universe to the next, you know, I'm not poking fun, I'm just poking fun at the people who believe so dearly that there is no rapture. But anyway, the article goes on to say, uh, and it starts off with a new cha- uh, paragraph. It says the coming conflict and overview. It says September 2011 is a pivotal month with two key converging events: the Egyptian parliamentary events and an expected Palestinian unilateral declaration of statehood in the United Nations. Now. We 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 know that Palestinians are going to try to push for this, and some some evidence is they're going to back down. Now the Fatilas, uh are still going to play a big part in these scenarios, and that's what the article is pointing out. But I'm gonna go back a little bit in the article. Says, despite despite the I don't know if I already read this, despite the uh, Arab Spring, or perhaps because of it, the Arab Israel conflict is likely to explode onto America's front pages and the top of Google News uh, later this year. So if anybody wants to uh, create a show that's going to get a lot of play, put in the keywords Arab Israel conflict. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have like 10 shows on it. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, September is going to be a pivotal point. And it says these events are likely to be preceded by conflict precipitated by Hamas in Gaza and potentially Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, unremarked by 
most modern uh, Western observers in the media is the fact that Hamas and Gaza and the disputed territories of the West Bank is the same political party as the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt. And, and a lot of these organizations are still funded by Mossad, um, M15, CIA. Um, these are funded by the Israeli government. Believe it or not, make you create your own enemy. Who do you think Saddam Hussein came from? Saddam Hussein actually probably came from many fronts, like Russia, the KGB, the CIA. But uh, Osama bin Laden works for Al Qaeda, which is our CIA. This is a hell a CIA front. But anyway, the Muslim Brotherhood parliamentary victory in September elections uh, was a uh, trigger. Uh, for violence. Uh, it says Hamas may see a conflict with Israel as a way to generate support in the UN and the uh, European Union for Palestinian statehood. One impact of the Muslim Brotherhood's hijacking of the Egyptian Revolution is the lifting of Egyptian cooperation in an effort uh, to aim a cargo against. I think I read that wrong. But uh, anyway, this uh, seems to be tail hurting us into a conflict between. Well, we already know that Syria and Turkey are in conflict with each other, and and we know that the West is trying to get Assad, the, the president of Syria, to a prime minister of Syria, to. Uh, Take on new policies with the way he's trying to treat his people, but this is like saying to Saddam Hussein, "You got 30 days to get rid of your weapons of mass destruction, knowing that they're still going to blow them up anyway." What does this have to do with the Bible? We we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so here's a scenario uh, that he has written. It says, <clears throat> "2011 September." appears to be a key month. Now, if you have listened to my shows before, uh, we're not picking any dates and we're not setting any hours, but uh, I just want you guys to do yourself a favor. Do a study on uh, Rosh Hashanah. Uh, it's a two-day event uh, every year. Uh, it's an observance day. It's the, it's the New Year's. New Year's, like New Year's Eve and New Year's day, um, but in this case, they have two days that they celebrate, and they have a trumpet blast, a hundred trumpet blasts flown throughout the time of the uh, festival. Now, these are observance days. These are God's appointed times. So the Bible says in First Corinthians 15, it says, uh, at the last trumpet, it might be Second Corinthians, but it says after last trump. So there's a series of blasts thrown throughout the holiday or the observance day. And the Bible says at the last trump. Now, could this be Rosh Hashanah? We have to stay tuned. Now, it also is known as the day that no one knows or the day that no one knows the hour. Um, and even if you did, 
and I also believe God actually, Jesus actually meant no one knows the day and hour. Because if you look at, if you go back and look at Jewish weddings, no one knew the day and hour of that Jewish wedding. Abraham sent Eliezer out to get a wife for his son Isaac. Abraham was the only one who knew. But Isaac knew up until the time it was going to happen. Now, God the Father said, I mean, he knew. Jesus in his earthly form did not know. But Jesus knows everything now because he's restored back to his, well, he was very God of very God, very man of very man, but he's restored all knowledge when he got back up there to heaven. There was some knowledge maybe that was blocked from Jesus at that point. Now, Abraham sent Eliezer to get a wife for Isaac. So at an appointed time, he would go back and get his wife, and they would take off into the chambers for seven days. Now, no one knows the day and hour. That was a Jewish uh, saying, uh, which became a uh, identification for Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah has many names, uh, just like a I would have. I'm a husband. I'm a I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a son-in-law. Uh, I'm a student. I have many names. Well, the holiday has many names. You study this in Leviticus 23. Now, Jesus' first coming was uh, Passover, first fruits, unleavened bread, and Pentecost. The second coming will involve the Feast of Trumpets, which is Rosh Hashanah, um, Yom Kippur, and Tabernacle. These will encompass his second coming. Now, whenever he comes... Whenever the tribulation period comes, I'm going to take a guess, and I'm not a prophet. For those who say I think I am, I'm telling you, I'm, telling, I'm just guessing. This is fun. Join it. Maybe it, might, maybe it might bring you peace of mind sometime instead of chasing somebody and calling them a false prophet. I am telling you that this could happen on Rosh Hashanah, and I don't know the year. So that does not make anybody a false prophet. I'm just telling you. Rosh Hashanah is a day that we need to take a look at. Maybe the church. Well, there's a lot of people in the church who don't even teach prophecy. And I think that's that's a short end of the stick um, for uh, the church as a whole. So let's finish the article. He says the scenario, the the last two conflicts between Israel and Hamas and Hezbollah lasted 23 days and 24 days, respectively, to achieve maximum political efforts in the Egyptian uh, election. And in the UN in September, Hamas, newly united at last on paper with the Palestinian Authority and the West Bank, would have to begin the campaign in mid to late August. Now, we understand that there is a time called the Times of Off where uh, it was the most 
sad time in Israel history, throughout this history, the temples were destroyed at this time, even to a point in our modern time, um, before, actually last generation, can't call it our modern time, uh, the um, World War II started um, on that on that same time, I think. I get my numbers all crunched up. I got to listen to one of my shows. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so in 2006, Hezbollah used an anti-ship cruise missile to seriously damage the Israel ship. Now, Hezbollah has more of these potential weapons. Now, we know they have like 50-something thousand rockets waiting to fire at Israel at any time. And um, we know that there's a sums. Um, a lot of people out there starting to look at a sums 83 showdown. But I think it's going to be some things happen before sums 83, which will cause sums 83 to happen. Which will, uh, which is a war of Israel's immediate countries, which will in turn end up being a uh, destruction of Damascus, which will in turn be Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now, as we look at Matthew 24, it says uh, there should be wars and rumors of wars. Now, some people might say, well, that's too much happening in one month or, or in 45 days. Well, this month is fastly going. Now, if it's next year, we'll know it. And if it's the year before, after next, we'll know it. But what am I telling you guys? I, I'm i not telling you anything. I'm not telling you that there's going to be a war this, this, this year. I'm just telling you that every time Rosh Hashanah comes along, it is a time that we should look at as a potential time. And it, 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 now, some signals, now Rosh Hashanah happens on the 28th and 29th of September, but there's some signals that will happen. I don't care if it's 2015, 2020, 2023, there are going to be some signals that will happen that will let you know that the Feast of Trumpets, which could be the time that Jesus comes back and get his church, it's going to be a highly interesting 45 to 60 to 45 days prior to that point. And I believe in the funnel effect, meaning there's not too many things happening at the, at the wide part of the funnel, but as you go to the tip, when the oil is being poured, it has to touch the narrow part. So if you look at a funnel, uh, you notice that, if, you, if you're putting oil onto a vehicle, you need the bigger funnel. But once it goes down into the narrow part, the oil begins to be poured. So as time, God says that they're birth pains. Same thing with birth pains. They, they get contractions. They hurt, and then they stop, and then they get worse. And as time, and they stop, and then they get worse, and they stop, and they get worse, worse, worse. And they stop and get worse, worse, worse until the baby's born. Well, this is the same thing. So, um, no one knows the day and hour. No one knows exactly when. But we're told to watch. We're not told to look for the Antichrist. We're not told to 
look for the false prophets. It's interesting to figure out who he is. I believe the Antichrist is unknown. I believe once we get to heaven, we're going to be like, man, that was a waste of time. It was fun. I mean, people. it's interesting to think about how it's going to look like after the rapture of the church, <clears throat> how it's going to look like when babies are missing from mom. That's going to be sad. Are people going to be in school that day? Is it going to happen in the morning? Is it going to happen like at 3 o'clock in the morning for us? Um, I think a good, well, I ain't going to say it, but I think if God wanted to be really nasty with America, he would probably do it in the daytime around 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. That way he'd catch everybody. If he wanted to get really mean, he could probably do it in rush hour for some of these big major metropolitan cities. Oh, that would be terrible. I think actually the worst thing would be for the rapture to happen when there is no rush hour because cars would be flying like projectiles. And I've always wondered stuff like that. But, folks, I've wondered, I, I, I like to wonder. I like to think. I, I, I like to figure things out. I don't want to just say, well, uh, some people blame us rapture people for you believe your preacher, you believe this, you believe that. Don't you think give us enough credit to go back and sit down and study it and say, well, I I, I, I kind of like give them maybe the benefit of the doubt. Maybe somebody went back and checked it, checked and see if it was going to be a rapture. Maybe you should sit down and check and see because I, I noticed that everybody who says there's not been one person who's ever sat down and gave me a good explanation of why there is no rapture to church. None. They never do. So, I went to a, a get together uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, I was just looking at some of the kids and looking at the mom's interaction with the kids, the dad's interaction with the kids, and if they don't have a full explanation. They're going to go crazy. I also saw, and I don't suggest, <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I go see a movie, and when I go get to see a movie, I, I make sure uh, it's not too vulgar, but at the same time, I'm, I, I, every time I see a movie, I get, the, the time that I see the next movie gets wider and wider. But um, I, I saw, um, a while back I saw, actually a couple of nights ago, I saw Battle for Los Angeles. <laughs> and it was a pretty good movie, and I also saw uh, Transformers. And I recall in the Bible that there are some beasts in the book of Joel and also in the book of Revelations that kind of fit into these beasts. Now, we know these are demons. In the book of Revelation, we know that these are demons. We see that these are demons, matter of fact. But I can't help but see the similarities because a lot of Bible teachers don't, they're not, they kind of bypass it because they think and it's just, they have a scorpion that's pretty, I guess it's pretty huge in the Bible. 
that says um, he bites or she bites or whatever it is, the creature bites, the demon bites people. And I don't even know if it even, I'm, I'm flipping my Bible right now. I know in the book of Joel it talks about these things, they they they, they kind of jump over buildings and they ride across walls and they kind of glide in the air. I guess they're flying. And it, I was watching a movie and I was like, man, let me go check, I mean, let me go read that again and check that out because it seems like to me, it's, uh, I don't have my original Bible downstairs, but it sounds like to me that these creatures are, are, uh, sort of science fiction, somewhat. And it, I don't, I don't think we have a, a grasp of how we, how the tribulation period is going to be. I don't think we have a grasp of how bad it's going to be. I'm going to take a break, and I got I got my uh, my I got a <laughs> okay. I see what I'm at. I, I I got like three computers up, and I got two, so I'm going to go ahead and take a break, and then I'm find the scripture, and I'll be right back. You're entering the prophecy zone where truth will be revealed. You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white, and truth alive. You're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race of his or her soul. And truth is more stranger than fiction. Wars. The mark of the beast is royal. The European super state. The rapture of the church. And more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone. The prophecy zone. Okay, here it is. I found it. Um, it's in Revelation chapter nine. It's, it's, a, it's some other beast that I'm gonna bring up in the next couple of days. But anyway, these came out of the bottomless pit. And when the bottomless pit arose, it says in verse two, it says, "And there arose a smoke out of the pit." As the smoke of the great furnace and the sun was in the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts unto the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth had power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their forehead. And unto them it was given that they should not kill them, but they that they should be tortured five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. In those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shape of the locusts were like, here's the key, unto horse prepared unto battle. These are some funny looking things. And on their heads were, as it were, crowns, like gold. Wow. 
and then it sounds like Transformers. Go see Transformers. Kind of like pray to God to give, give you grace through the. There's some a few words in there that's kind of vulgar, but I repent. Please don't crucify me out there because I know some people. On, <laughs> no, I'm, just I'm just being funny. Uh, I don't listen. I'm, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't bring it up if I didn't care. And their face were as the face of men, and they had hair as the hair of a woman. Ugh, this is ugly. And not that a woman's ugly. I'm saying they, they locusts with face with hair, and their teeth were as. Hold on, I gotta flip the page. This Bible has been read, so the pages ain't flipping fast enough. It says the teeth of lions. It had best plates. Now check this out. As it were best plates of iron. Now these are some cool looking ugly monsters. And the sound of their wings were as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had the tails like unto scorpions. Now please go check out the Blatter for Los Angeles. Now there ain't no scorpions on there. Or or even um Go check out Terminator, uh, not Terminator, um, Transformers. There ain't no scorpions on there, but the way that these things work together, if you read Joel, uh, um, I might read this before the, the end, it says, and their stings were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And remember, men can't, they can't die. And here, and it says, and they had a king over them. It's sort of like, it's sort of like these movies. This is like a movie coming off. This is like real life, though. This is real. This is going to happen for real, folks. It says, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue has has his name Apollyon. And it's just like the movie, if you really think about it. Now, is the movie like the Bible or the Bible like the movie? So I need to stop saying it's just like the movie. The movie is just like the Bible. This is going to happen, folks. And some people probably say, well, the, it's literal or it's uh, it's just going to be a figment of people's imagination. These are helicopters. Are you, are you, okay, you stick around. You stick around. Pray, pray, pray me a prayer uh, up to heaven and I'll get it when I'm up there. Are you serious? This, folks, this is for real. This is some for real stuff. And let me try to find and uh, Joel where these things. I mean, I don't even know if it's the same thing. Now I know the ones in Joel are riding up side walls and they're flying around and in unity. And 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 they and they're kind of hovering. They're flying. They're hovering. I can't even find it in this Bible. This Bible. <clears throat> and I think this is kind of unique because a lot of people believe the tribulation period is just going to be. Uh, okay, here it is. It says, and it says. It sounds just like Revelation. It says a, a, a day, so it's the day of the Lord. This is the day of the Lord. Now, I'm going to veer off track for about 30 seconds. It says, blow your trumpet in Zion. 
and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Now remember the Feast of Trumpets. Trumpets are used to sound the alarm, and that's what part of Rosh Hashanah, that's part of the Feast of Trumpets, is to sound an alarm. That means war is going on at this time. Things are happening on the earth. So at the appointed time, when Jesus comes back, when the Father says, go get your bride, in my Father's house in many mansions, it was not so I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I bring you on to myself. That is what he's talking about, in my Father's house. That is what Abraham did. Abraham prepared, had Isaac, Isaac prepared a place for his wife. Okay? Now it says, blow ye a trumpet in Zion. So they sound an alarm. Now, in verse 2, it says, a day, now the day of the Lord is coming. It's a day of the Lord coming, for it is not at hand. This is the day of the Lord. Is a, this is a thousand years is a day, and the day is a thousand years. Uh, if you read um, Peter, Second Peter, it tells you uh, a day of the Lord is a thousand years, a thousand years a day. So what he's trying to tell you is that God gave Earth six thousand, gave Satan six thousand years on the seven thousand year. That will be the day of the Lord. So at the beginning of the day of the Lord, it comes with darkness. And here's a demonstration. This is a day of darkness, a gloominess, a day of clouds, a day of thickness, and the morning spread upon the mountain. A great people and a strong. There have not been ever the lights, neither shall there ever be any after it. It says, a fire devours before them. Now he's talking about, well, let me keep reading. A fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burneth. The land is green. I mean, they, okay, so I'm trying to figure out where I skipped. I skipped something, and it starts because it starts shift on, it shifted on me. Okay, so I believe it's talking about the beast right here. It says the appearance of them is as the appearance of horses, and as the horsemen, so shall they run, like the noise of chariots. Sounds just like like Revelation. On the top of the mountain shall they leap. Like the noise of a flame, a fire, they they devour and rubble, as a strong people set in battle array. Before they face, the people shall be much pain. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like the mighty men. They shall climb the walls like men of war. And they shall march everyone on his way, and they shall not break their ranks. Now, this sounds like a big bunch of beasts running in, in unison with Apollyon as their guard or their leader, and they, they're torturing man. And it says in Revelation that man will not be able to die for five months because of the tortures, the tortures that uh, await them from these beasts. Wow. Wow, folks. Wow. I, I'm sorry it's kind of dyslexic today. I didn't read that right, but, I, <laughs> hey, this is, I mean, that's some stuff. I mean, the tribulation period is going to be wow. And another thing I want to quickly talk about is if you say, the Bible says that if you add to uh, Revelations or you take away from Revelations, and I'm pretty sure this is the gospel too. But if you add to Revelation or you take away from Revelations, 
you're going to receive the plague. Now, I'm not saying anything because I check myself every day, but I'm, I'm trying to see something right now. And I'm asking God, I need to ask God to reveal to me this day, Lord, that if you say that there is no rapture and you place the church in the tribulation period, are you going to be left behind? Huh. Anybody got the answer? Let me know. The reason why I say this is because he says, if you add to my word or take from my word, so if you stick the church in there, now it can be reversed, too, if you take the church out. But we're going to re- <gasps> Oh, my God. If we take the church out and they're supposed to be left in, so we're going to receive the plagues anyway. Huh. I'm just being funny. <laughs> wow, we do. We just gonna have to go through it anyway. That's what I tell other people with other religions. I say, well, if you're right to the other religion, I get to come come back as a as a fly or a cockroach or a cat that's been feed fed better than some third world countries. Or if I'm wrong, if I'm right, then we gotta. You're going to have to burn in a lake of fire. Well, it's the same thing with uh, with the rapture of the church. If I'm wrong, then i got to go through it with you anyway. If I'm right and I get to go, praise God. If you get to go, you're going to be surprised. So, leave it at that. We're going to take another break. and uh, We'll be right back with some more of the Prophecy Song. We'll be right back. What you just heard was an actual recording of my daughter's heartbeat within my womb. And ever since my husband Jeff saw our moving, active, vibrant daughter by way of live ultrasound image and heard her precious heartbeat within the womb, he's been horrified that we as a society legally kill our children at this stage of life. As a society, we legally kill our children. This is the greatest human rights issue of our day. To join in the conversation, Fridays, 9 to 11, visit WeKillChildren.org and find the show. That's WeKillChildren.org. because God never told us to do so, but we're literalists in our interpretation of what the Bible says. We believe it verbatim, we believe it verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and we live accordingly. So why is that so hard to believe that Muslims would do the same because the Quran puts no limitations on the violence and the war against those who stand opposed to Islam, where the, the Bible and the New Testament, especially in grace under which we live, Jesus never mandates that we do such a thing. So, you know, they're literalists, and we are literalists. Theirs causes them to be violent. 
Rapture Ready Radio, live on Tuesday and Saturday, and the BB Report live on Thursday. Visit www.raptureadyradio.com for more show information.
and um, we I still got to see Billy Ray uh, graduate from um, Princeton University. What does that have to do with Jesus, the kingdom of God? Is he going to be a preacher? God ain't going to wait on you anyway. He ain't going to wait on your son either. He's going to come at his appointed time. He ain't going to wait on me. Uh, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. He ain't going to wait on me. If I sit on my butt, he ain't going to wait on me to preach the gospel. He's going to find somebody else. He got more than 7,000 people sitting there. Yeah, what do you say to Elijah? I got 7,000 people ready to take my place. <laughs> he got more than 7,000 people to take my place. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. He might not have 7,000 people because the people here, they ain't going to speak. They're not going to tell me. You know how many people told, walked up to me and told me about Jesus since I've been in Spokane? Maybe three. And the, and the last person came just about a, a, six, a couple months ago. So maybe he might not have some people. Oh, my God. And, and some people look at the church. We got a nice, big-sized church. Therefore, we don't have to go out. They, I mean, this, this is, this is, they might not say this, or we might not say this, but it's in the back of the mind. You look at all the people. Look at all the people that said church, and then we can't find a seat. Therefore, my, my brain is talking. Therefore, we don't have to go out and talk to anybody about Jesus because our church is so huge. Oh, praise God! And then fifty thousand trillion people walking past them every day, they want to hell. Oh, praise God! Look how big our church is. Oh, Harold Campion's is a false prophet. Oh, oh, look at this demon. Uh, look at look at Eddie Long. We don't have to preach the gospel because Eddie Long's a bad man. And if we go out and preach the gospel, we're gonna. It's just too bad, too bad man, bad, bad, bad man. I'm just joking. Eddie Long, man. Everybody uses Eddie Long as a scapegoat. I mean, all these guys. See, look at the church. Look at the church. Going to hell. The church. Everybody see all the hypocrites in the church. Haggard, Haggard from. Colorado Springs. I went to Hager's Church, and I didn't even know it was Hager's Church at the time. That's like it's huge. I mean, that I mean, it's got a statue in the, in the mausoleum when you first walk in. It's huge. I didn't even know it was his church at the time. I never even. I don't even know if I went into the church. I, I don't even. I think when I went the last the time I went, the church was over. And I was kind of really ticked off because they had it at 9.30. And I'm like, you don't have 11 o'clock service? Are you serious? But people are looking for a license to sin. You ever see 007? License to kill. Dun, 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 dun. Deep throats. The license to sin. You know, people are looking for a license to sin. That's why they glory, glory in somebody else's stuff. I mean, I hear people preaching that. I've heard, I ain't going to tell you who it is, but I've heard people get so excited by uh, Facebook and, and all this, you know, Twitter about Eddie Long. But, and I'm talking about Christians. I ain't talking about the unsaved. I'm talking about Christians. I say, why you don't preach the gospel like that? Sending Facebook uh, Facebook messages and posting and all this other stuff. Why don't you post for Jesus? Instead of posting to tell on Eddie Long. See, now I know what the Antichrist, when the Bible's talking about, they should send gifts. You know, when the two witnesses are laying on the full ground, they should send gifts. You know what the gifts are? 
You want to hear what the gifts are? The gifts are emails, Facebook. That's what they are, Twitter. Those are the gifts. So if you ever want to know, no, nobody's getting the mail system, getting some stamps and sending off some earrings for, because the two witnesses did. No, they send an email. They're sending posts. They're sending, they're sending videos. Those are gifts. That's why I'm, That's why when you look at Facebook, it says gifts. When you, they send you a little gift for your birthday, a little ding, 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 rocking bells, some flowers come out, oof, cake. Happy birthday. But go see, plug your ears up and go see. <laughs> plug, your ears, plug, plug your ears up and go see Transformers. I mean, I'm serious, man. These beasts, these beasts are, and and I'm seriously, these beasts, read, read Revelation chapter 9 and read uh, the book of Joel um, chapter 2 and tell me if there ain't no similarities with those beasts, is there is in these science figures. And then go also watch Battle for Los Angeles. These beasts are, and I don't really watch too many movies. I go in a rage and I watch like three movies and I'm done for a while. And I'm very antsy about cussing in my movies. I don't want to hear it, but I just sucked it up this time. But go I, I don't even know if I should tell you to go. Wait till it come on TV, but watch those movies and, and tell me if there is no similarities between the creatures that are in the book of Revelations in there. Because some people just see the bark of the bees. They just see the Antichrist. They just see they don't they don't really listen to what it's actually saying. It says, and man's heart's felling them for things that are coming upon the earth. What things? The Bible doesn't really say. But it does give you these beasts that's coming, they're flying over walls and jumping and flying and gliding and biting people and, and going into the buildings and all this other stuff. I mean, that that looks just like science fiction, folks. And I'm going to get on a lot of other things in the Bible. Uh, like the Antichrist, the false prophet calling fire from the sky. What is that? What is that? He's calling fire down from the fire. Is it a satellite? I mean, some of the stuff you, you can actually kind of like think about. No man will buy or sell unless he has the mark. You can't eat? I mean, I can't have no fries with that shake? No big bucket of chicken for Thanksgiving? Or uh, turkey for Thanksgiving, and that's I take the mark. We like to eat. Americans like to eat, folks. So if somebody puts somebody puts you on the spot and say, "Can you take? You, you're going to take this mark, but you know your friends saying, can you take the mark? Because we got to eat.' Or you got to tag along with your friends. Can you buy? Because I don't have the mark yet. Well, you better get the mark. They're going to tell on you too. You think you got friends now? You ain't gonna have no friends. The Bible says the love of many should wax worse. So they, so they go, they gonna bust you out pretty soon, unless they go underground. And then, if you don't try to find an underground church, it's, the underground gonna come to you. And then you better hope that angel flying through the sky speak up before the middle of the tribulation period, because you're gonna have to take that mark soon. 
So for those who think the church is going to be here, wow. I don't see no signs of the church. You can tell me I'm just a moron and dumb as all out dirt, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't see how, I, I just don't see it. I don't know what you guys are reading. And you guys say, well, you don't know what we're reading. One of us is wrong. And this world is so normal and so full of normality that we can't see that the God can actually pick up a rock that he made. God can't lift the rock he made. He can't make people vanish and disappear. Huh? He created the world in six days. Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't because you guys think even the church is buying into uh, evolution or the world evolved over 6,000. Maybe the world was here as a rock. Maybe it looked like the moon, huh? I believe that. Actually, I believe the world was here for a while, but it ain't had nothing on it. It had no form. It was without form. Sometimes the Bible doesn't tell you stuff. Now, am I going to suck up to you guys and say, oh, yeah, I believe in evolution? No, I don't. You couldn't get me to believe in evolution when I was drinking 40 ounces. You can't get me to buy. I, I didn't never. I never buy it until we came from apes. How are we gonna come from apes? They can't do nothing for me. Y'all don't even want. Most of the people dog on walking the street they ain't gonna do nothing for you. So how ape gonna do anything for me? You stop on the road, see how many people are gonna pass you. And you go to the zoo and ask, can that can that ape? Next couple of months from here, we can't. Some people, I, it took me almost ten years to get dog on college degree. <laughs> How eight going to do anything for me? Eight ain't gonna do nothing for me. Yeah, I do go off on tangents sometimes, don't I? My people put that comment on uh, iTunes. <laughs> I need to stay in the box, and the Holy Spirit tells me to get out the box. So I guess I have to get out. But, yeah, check, read Joel chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 2 on work assignment. <laughs> and tell me, go watch, go, it's on demand, I think, on Battle for Los Angeles. And it might even be on um, HBO or one of those other channels, um, if you can find it. Um, and watch Battle for Los Angeles and, and see that these creatures, they might not look like them in general, as the Bible describes them, but they all going to come close to it. But God bless y'all. Um, see me tomorrow. The feast of the Lord, and it might even change. The show might completely change. And then next week, we're going to start having guests again. <laughs> and we also start having 15-minute shows to let y'all know what's going on in the news. But God bless everybody out there. And um, I hope y'all had a wonderful fortune to lock, because that might be the last one for the United States, being the strongest nation in the world. Unfortunately, we're coming down, folks. Pray for America. Pray for the president. Pray for Congress. Pray for your family and friends. And don't take life for granted as if we're going to be here tomorrow. Here one day, gone today. God bless you all. Have a wonderful night.
God bless. Love Talk Radio. Love Talk Radio. Okay, I guess we're still on. I guess we're still on. Sorry about that. Hey, this thing is ticking over. Okay, the the foul will not stop going. So, uh, hold on. Okay. Okay, I guess we're still on. Okay, I see what's going on. Dang, you can put a dumb cap on me. Hold on for a second. Let me, um... Turn my speakers down. Okay, so I'm still on. Uh, so I just want to talk for a few minutes. Up, I uh, was addressing some a few questions in the chat room. I I, I don't like chat the chat rooms at all. Um, I just don't get into chat rooms because they it's just too, I had too many bad experiences with the chat rooms. So. I apologize to um, everybody out there. Um, uh, I am a uh, rapturite. I believe that there is a rapture of church uh, that is coming soon. And um, what I say to uh, most people out there is um, uh, when you guys uh, come on the show or be in the chat room and you have these uh, interesting messages. My life, I, I'm going to let you know this. I, I do care about you. Um, however, um, let me say this in a nice way. I have not had chat rooms for a long time. And uh, this is probably a reason why tonight. Um, Brother uh, Jeffrey, uh, the one, uh, brother that made my website, uh, had a, he has an awesome radio show called Now the End Begins. Actually, the show's not called Now the End Begins. It's called uh, In the Wise Show No. It's on Blog Talk Radio. It's an awesome show. Well, anyway, uh, someone came on to his uh, uh, chat room, and for some reason, Blog Talk wouldn't let him erase any messages, and the messages were very vulgar. And uh, I'm used to that. Uh, and you're going to have to have your enemies come on, and I'm not talking about tonight, but I'm talking about any other time, to let you guys know why I don't have chat rooms. I don't mind debate, but when somebody comes on and they're very critical of everything that's been discussed or they just come on to debate, uh, uh, that's when I kind of either shut you off because the show is not really about what was in the chat room. It's more about what the show was supposed to be purposefully about um, to answer the people's question that was in the chat room, um, uh, if you don't believe that there's a rapture, that's fine. Uh, I will always uh, believe that there is. Uh, uh, I will always believe that you are entitled to your opinion as long as it is not. Um, uh, messing up your uh, your core beliefs and, and your foundation that is spoken of so heavily in the Word of God. Uh, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and put on the commercial. As you can hear, I have a uh, 
telephone call coming in, so please stand by. You're entering the prophecy zone where truth will be reviled. You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white, and truth alive. You're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race of his or her soul, and truth is more stranger than fiction. Wars. The mark of the beast, Israel, the European superstate, the rapture of the church, and more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Because you're pre, a post, or mid. 
to me, that's ridiculous. Now, if you start saying Jesus, Jesus and Lucifer are brothers, then we got big problems. If you start saying that um, sin, sin at your will, God will forgive everything. He's going to accept everybody into heaven. Actually, that's two doctors I gave you because those two doctors are separate. They've been taught everywhere. Billy Graham. I know some people will probably get mad at me when I say this, but my my I love I, I like Billy Graham. Matter of fact, he's I've I've listened to him a few times, and, and I've listened to him in Hawaii. I almost made it to one of his uh, his uh, meetings out in Hawaii. But the last one of the last videotapes I've heard him say is that everybody's accepted to heaven, including um, Islam, including uh, devil worshippers, including anybody, gay people, anybody is is, is okay. Come into heaven, and, and if you if you listen to my shows, I don't I don't really go up against any groups. I don't I don't really talk about any specific groups. But when someone excuses Billy Graham because he's popular, the Bible says, "Be worried when people speak well of you." And his, if you go to YouTube, put in Billy Graham exposed or Billy Graham. Um, Billy Graham, uh, I don't know. Just put in exposed. That should be well. That should be good enough. It, trust me, the, the YouTube know what you're talking about. And listen to what him, him, Robert Schuler says. There's a broadness. You know how the Bible says, "Wide is the gate, narrows the way, and wide is the gate that leads to death." But many there be to find it. Well, there's a broadness. I'm so glad to hear you say that, Billy Graham. Oh yes, there is a wideness. A wideness to what? To hell? You're you're, t- you're telling me the greatest preacher, probably even just as great as the, some of the disciples, are, are defecting from the faith. He or are already defected. So what what we're doing here at the Prophecy Zone is we're just bringing you guys aware. And I like it when people come after me because that means I'm actually doing something. Now, if I start saying stupid stuff like tomorrow's the rapture, um, let's go out and have signs and, and put, you know, because I'm a myth to you. I've done some stupid stuff since I've been a Christian, like Y2K. I fell for that. Yeah, I could put a dumb dumb cap on my head. I fell for it. Okay. Now, 2012, I laugh at it because. Okay, let me slow it down. Breathe. Okay. Every time I talk about 2012, I get kind of angry because the same people that dog out Harold Camping is the same people going after a date that is very little proof. That anything's going to actually happen that day. So Mayan calendar, the Mayans this, the Mayans that. I've seen preachers who take not uh, the Bible codes and 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 throw in a little bit of Bible study and then throw in a little bit of uh, uh, 2012 and they come up with this potion of why the world is going to explode on December 21st, 2000 and whatever. And then they laugh at. Now you see the mockery that even God has. They laugh at uh, Harold Camping. Hey, Harold Camping. They they laugh at Harold Camping, which is actually listen to the numbers. May twenty first. 
But it's okay for people to, to dive into December 21st. Now, that's hilarious. To me, they sound just alike. And then they got History Channel. The History Channel 2012. They got movies of 2012. Let's have a movie of Harold Camping. Old dude, lead everybody astray. I mean, the, the movie's the same way, the, the same thing. But see, Harold Camping, I, I'm going to say this. Harold Camping is in better shape than Billy Graham is. You say, that that's not good to say. That's the greatest preacher in the world. Harold Camping is in better shape than Billy Graham is. Well, he's a false prophet. Yeah, okay. Can he repent? I don't know. Does, does anybody know of anybody in... Um, the Bible that was a false prophet that repented, I don't know. Maybe. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, one thing we need to learn from this whole thing is that we need to get the doctrine right. That's all we need. That we, we need to do is get the word of God right. And if we get the word of God right, then we'll play it safe. Now, now I'm not talking about play the safe, safe the preaching of the gospel. I'm saying play the, read it carefully, play it, you know, read it verbatim, uh, and we'll be all right. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back as soon as I find my switchboard. What you just heard was an actual recording of my daughter's heartbeat within my womb. And ever since my husband Jeff saw our moving, active, vibrant daughter by way of live ultrasound image and heard her precious heartbeat within the womb, he's been horrified that we as a society legally kill our children at this stage of life. As a society, we legally kill our children. This is the greatest human rights issue of our day. To join in the conversation, Fridays, 9 to 11, visit WeKillChildren.org and find the show. That's WeKillChildren.org. Right in. 
Hey, check this out, Exposing Demons. Um, if you seriously think you're doing God's justice of going around people's websites and um and and, and 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 saying these little smart comments, I can expose anybody I want to. You don't know me. You don't know me. Okay? So listen to me, listen to me good. I follow Jesus. For you to ask me if I can expose somebody, anybody can expose somebody, a layman, anybody can expose somebody. Heck, are you serious? But anyway, I won't even address you anymore, man, because I, I, I don't have the time for 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 that, um, for real. We don't have the time for that. Time is short. And for you to go in people's chat room, because I know you was just getting started. That's why I shut you down. You were just getting started. Okay? Don't go into somebody's chat room and break up harmony. That's what that's what the Bible warns against, brothers who do that. Okay? That's why I don't have chat rooms right there. All right? That's exactly why I don't have chat rooms. So I pray for you exposing demons and uh, let you expose. If you want to expose me as a demon, please, if you can tell me what I've done, uh, that if you can help me out, leave me a, a message, and, and pray to God tonight that he'll reveal to you what I need to improve on, and I'll listen. But do not go to people's chat rooms. You've been doing this for a long time. You even changed your name. Okay? I don't know. I don't get you, bro, but you're going to find out in a couple months. You're going to find out in a little bit of time that you were on the wrong side of the valley. Okay, so I, I won't even address that, and I apologize for everybody out there, but I, I that's why I don't do, because he was just getting started. So some of y'all might look at the chat room and see how this this he's slick, and he's been doing that for a while. But I, I figured him out a long time ago, and, and I apologize to people like Patriot Greg to come in the chat room. Hey, I apologize. It's people like that that make me jump on anybody who says anything negative. Okay, so God bless everybody up there. I'm just gonna go ahead and end this show. Um, next time we we'll try to get a chat room going again, but I'm not too much of a chat room person. So what I'm probably gonna end up doing is having a chat room on some other, um, some other place that's unknown to exposing demons. And and if you can expose demons, write down what you have against. What I'm saying And bring it on Bring something legit Like uh, Billy Graham saying uh, There's many ways to heaven Now if you're going to sit up here and argue with that Maybe you need to test your own selves Please Because this is the last time I'm going to respond to you Because I'll, I'll do a good job Of just ignoring people so this is the last time I'm explain to you. Uh, I'm, I'm even going to pay attention to you, okay? So make sure you, the next time you decide you want to put little comments in people's things, make sure you you know what you're talking about, okay? And you need to please find a recording of one of my past shows, and then send it to me in the email link, like, oh, he picks the day and hour. Oh, I did. Okay. Uh, you want to say I picked the day and hour? Okay. Here's the deal. 
Go read Leviticus 23. Study it. And he probably still won't reveal nothing to you. You probably still wouldn't figure it out. You're still not going to figure it out. Because it's not, it's not, uh, it's not something that you're going to know. All right? So God bless y'all out there, and uh, y'all have a wonderful night. Good night, everybody.